I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 42 of the podcast. Happy to be here with you, as always. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please go over and tickle that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action coming your way here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, got an awesome episode for you today. I'm very lucky to have with me a Hall of Fame jockey and a first-class father, Ramon Dominguez. He's going to get you ready for all your Kentucky Derby needs, as well as tell us all about life as a father and a jockey. So please stick around for that. I have been in touch with Dean Kane for those that have been asking. Uh, he was a little bit too tied up this week. And so we are going to schedule our interview for next week. So I will promise to bring you the details the minute I know that I will be posting the episode. So stay tuned for that. I will update you as it comes in. All right. Now, listen, is there a new driver in your home? All right. Somebody new at the wheel, teenage driver in the home. Along with being a a, a podcaster here, I also happen to be a mechanic for more than 20 years. So I'm going to be sharing a little bit of my skills Saturday, May 19th. Uh, at 11 a.m. at the Middletown Public Library. I'm just going to be showing, you know, the new driver in your home some basic uh, mechanic skills, basic car maintenance, how to change a tire, how to check the fluids, uh, you know, simple procedures that could end up saving you a fortune in the long run. So uh, please save the date. Check check me out on Facebook and Twitter for more details on that. It's going to be an exciting event. Also be on the lookout for a Kickstarter campaign that I am launching for my new children's book, First Class Fatherhood. That's right. It'll be ready for a launch before Father's Day. So look to get your copy soon. And for more details on my website, www.firstclassfatherhood.com. All right, we're going to hit a quick spot. And then we got the interview with Ramon Dominguez coming up right after this. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Very excited about today's guest, who once upon a time at Saratoga Racetrack managed to pull in six winners in one racing day. It's no wonder that he is a Hall of Fame jockey, also happens to be a first-class father. I'm talking about Ramon Dominguez. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. It's not every day you ask a kid, hey, what does your dad do for a living? And he says he's a jockey over at Belmont Park, or a former jock, I should say. Uh, something different. Uh, how many kids do you have, Ramon? Two boys, two boys. Uh, oh. One that is going to be 12 uh, in July and one that is 13 and a half. Awesome. Do, do the boys show any interest in picking up the family trade there? Do they want to ride? Do they want to become jockeys? Uh, they have ridden before. Uh, they have gone to a couple camps. And, uh, and honestly, they don't really show that much interest, at least not yet. No, it's funny because as you were introducing me, uh, I was thinking because you say, well, it's not too often that you get to a father that, that is a professional jockey. But I feel like my kids, while I was riding, they thought that every father, that's what they did. Uh, we live right next to Belmont Park, and they go to school nearby. And one day, they went to the track, and they are just with their friends. Their friends are just blown away. Oh, look at the horses. And they're like, yeah, that's my dad. But just like, yeah, that's what my dad does. So uh, if, even now, I don't think that they really um, think that it's anything special just being an athlete. So, But they, 
do enjoy going to the races, but I think it's more about just the, the whole atmosphere and the environment and just being around horses, but not so much about riding per se. All right. Well, you've been retired now for five years. About Do they miss seeing you out there? Do they want to see you back in the silks and back out on the racetrack? No, not at all. And actually, sometimes like they will talk about what they want to do when they grow up, and I have asked them if they want to be a jockey, and uh, they don't really think that that's a good good choice given the, the danger of the sport. So I'm okay with it. But I know they haven't really even talked about me going back to riding or anything like that. No. What are some of the difficulties you faced being a world-class jockey and a first-class father? Walk me through some of that. Well, I feel like I managed to do well, just kind of keeping a balance. Uh, but the challenge, of course, when you are fully committed, as I was, and just riding a lot of races, um, to have the time to, to be with your family. I mean, in my 18, 19 years career, I finally, after being married for the last 13 years, I was able to to go to um, in vacation with my wife and kids. And twice I did that. And uh, both times I had to call the vacation short because I uh, had to come back to ride a horse that I wasn't really anticipating uh, getting to ride. So they continued with their vacation and I came back. So that kind of exemplifies how challenging it is because it's not like a regular job where you say, well, I just take off. Although you have the ability to take off when you want, at the same time, uh, it's never easy because somebody else is waiting to ride your horses, if that makes sense. All right. Well, I don't go to the racetrack anywhere near as much as I used to. So maybe I'm not at liberty to say. So I'd like to get your opinion on this because it seems to me that the racetrack or the horse racing industry in general seems to be having a difficult time attracting that younger, millennial, uh, better slash fan. Uh, do you find that to be the case? Yes, and and this is something that is a very uh, is is a talk among the racetrack goers and as well as the people who are directly involved in racing. And I will give you my opinion on that. And it's something very very important to all of us who are somewhat connected to racing. So definitely, there has been um, in the last few years a shift in the way that we even communicate. And when you talk about not even the, the young, young kids, like your kids, my kids, but even the millennials, uh, they are at a very fast-paced life right now where they just don't even call, they just text. And so I feel like we need to evolve with society and be able to connect with, the, with them the way they really just speak the language, so to speak. So uh, I know that the tracks are definitely investing the time and the money to to really tap into the understanding of how and why these people what what makes them fly so to speak. So um, and also with the even younger generation like your kids and my kids, the tracks are of course want to create an environment where they will feel like hey, it's okay to go to the track and it's more of a family thing. Like Saratoga is a prime example of an amazing place where people. Don't even have to go to bet on the horses. Uh, they can go and just enjoy watching the, these beautiful animals or just getting signatures from the jockeys or trainers as they come back from uh, running the races. So, um, But I, I do think uh, definitely the track are diving into understanding what is uh, appealing to this new demographic, the millennials now. All right, it is now time for a word from today's sponsors, and I'll be right back with more of the action on First Class Fatherhood. 
Now, me, now, I grew up going to Meadowlands, Aqueduct, Yonkers. Th those are the tracks I kind of went to. And although they always pack them in, I mean, even on the weekdays, the place would be mobbed. I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a family atmosphere then. I mean, now I, I see they added the, the pony rides and the face painting and all this type of jazz. So back in the day, those weren't really the best places to hang around sometimes. Or you definitely didn't want to bring your kids or your, or your wife to, the, to, to those places. But that's all turned around now, right, at most racetracks? De definitely yes and right now i mean if you go again i can talk from the tracks that i hear in new york like uh belmont and, and saratoga are two racetracks who that, that you can definitely go with your family and have a great time and it's a safe and enjoyable place so now people like you and and i um we know how the game works and what the whole dynamic of, of racing so we don't really need a whole lot of a instruction about the the upcoming generation definitely need to have a better understanding of, of the beauty of the sport and so that's why uh, they are really investing the time into understanding what is uh, the best way to approach them all right ramon what kind of advice would you give new fathers out there well i can take a lot of advices myself but uh, it's something that i absolutely love my journey as a father uh, it is no an easy thing, especially when the kids are like my kids approaching these teenage years and they are getting a sense of independence, and uh, which is normal. At the same time, uh, I feel like I have learned to become a better listener. And instead of always uh, dictating and saying, well, this is the way it is, there is a time and a place for that. However, uh, it's also trying to put ourselves in the shoes of the kids and looking at life through their eyes and uh, coming to a common ground and, and I, one thing that I have learned recently is uh, as I try to uh, tell them to do something and they basically there is a little pushback, I'm open to asking them, you can uh, basically change the rules uh, if you give me a good reason. And sometimes they come back with a great explanation or a great argument and I say, you know what, great, we can do it that way. So it doesn't <laughs> have to be black and white. Uh, we can definitely come to a great area where we can communicate and basically negotiate. And, uh, and it's actually great. It's something that is enjoyable because um, no one, regardless of how young they are and whether they are supposed to listen because you're their father, uh, no one really wants to be told all the time what to do. So it's great when there is this uh, common sense of uh, respect and understanding. Well said, well said. All right, Hall of Fame jockey career in the books. Got any upcoming projects that you're looking forward to? Yes, well, I'm working on actually a project with, um, I'm creating a platform that is going to have a, a sport equipment for jockeys and equestrian that I am extremely excited because I know this is going to be something great for the animals, great for the sport, whether it is horse racing or uh, show jumping, you name it. Uh, it is something that is going to also be great for the participants like the riders and the jockeys so um, uh, that's something that is going to be coming out uh, fairly soon uh, well tomorrow is the 144th running of the Kentucky Derby uh, do you have a horse you could give my listeners Ramon you give us the inside pick here who do you like tomorrow in the race Yes, uh, Justify is, is my pick. I like him a lot for the derby. All right, if you can't get it from the horse's mouth, get it from the jockey's mouth. Hall of Fame jockey, no less, Ramon Dominguez. 
I cannot say thank you enough for giving me a few moments of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Anything else you'd like to add? No, again, thank you so much for having me and all good luck and best wishes to all the fathers and enjoy the, the experience and enjoy the journey of being a father. All right, Ramon Dominguez, everybody. I'm going to be right back after a quick spot. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. Special thanks to my guest today, Ramon Dominguez. Hope you guys can pick a winner tomorrow at the track. May the horse be with you, as my man Harvey Pack used to say. Uh, don't forget to get over to WeAreDapperTies.com. Pick out a nice snazzy-looking tie, and when you get to the end, put in Father in the promo box and get yourself some free shipping. All right, keep it locked in The First Class Fatherhood. You do not want to miss next week, bringing you the Dean Kane Special. So subscribe, drop me a rating or a review, let me know how I'm doing here. And don't forget, you may not always get to fly first class, but you are always a first class father.